Well, good morning there, gamers and clashers. How is everybody doing this fine Tuesday? Uh, my name is Catfish, and I'm your host today for yet another episode of Clashing in Traffic. I'm about to head off to work, so why don't y'all hop on in, buckle up, it's time to go play in some traffic. So what is happening this week in the land of Clash of Clans? I know I ask that every week, but but come on, that's that's really what this is all about, right? We want to know what's going on, and uh, that's why why folks listen to things, right? So let's see, what do we have going on? Uh, we've got clan games going on this week in Clash of Clans, and this week is the first month where we have these new updates to clan games. Uh, and how is everybody finding these updates? Um, they said that they were going to make clan games a little less grindy. Uh, they took away some of the ones that were super long. Uh, that Yeah, they may have been worth more points, but they took they could have taken forever to complete for some folks. So they said they were going to balance some of that out. But that they were going to make some of the shorter ones worth a little bit more points. And I've seen some mixed reviews about these uh, changes to clan games uh, through, you know, on, on Reddit, in Discord even on, on Twitter with some of the things that I've seen. Personally, my experience on my main, um, I completed over the, the 4,000 points on my main account in under an hour. Uh, and that really wasn't even grinding that hard on it. It, it just kind of happened. I, I logged in, was like, all right, time to knock out some clan games. Let's see how many we can get done. And the first game that I saw was worth 1,500 points. I thought they said they were going to be doing away with uh, a lot of the bigger point ones. And yes, this one took a couple attacks. Uh, and honestly, I, you know what? I don't even remember what it was. I think it was attacking with goblins or something like that. Uh, and yeah, I had to win a few, but it was worth 1,500 points. So I was like, all right, let me knock out 1,500 points. Uh, I, I, I don't even think I popped a boost at first because I'm down in bronze and silver league, right? So I'm able to win attacks relatively easy down there a lot of there's a lot of really easy bases there's people that have their town halls on the outside um, i'm seeing town hall nines and town hall 11s so it, it's it's feasible for me to triple bases down there with just my heroes so i didn't even worry about popping a boost at first so i do that in that first one get that 1500 points and then there's a, a couple small ones right a couple small ones that are there so I, I do those, and then like the third or fourth one uh, was another one for 1,500 points. And I thought, well, that's, that's th between those two, those two challenges, that's 3,000 points. That's, that's three quarters of what I need to get for the entire clan games. Uh, so I was able to get that in, in, with just two challenges. Knock those out relatively quickly. I did end up eventually popping a boost, and I was able to knock out the clan games, like I said, in under an hour on the main account. Um, and I had a little bit of time that I had set aside to be able to do some clan games, so then I was like, all right, well, let's see how far I can get uh, with my second account, with my Town Hall 11, before uh, you know I have to move on and, and do whatever the next thing in the day was. And I, I, same thing, I started with my Town Hall 11, found one of those that was worth 1500 points yeah they're not always on the screen but i just happened to luck out and found another one worth 1500 points knocked it out uh, so i think within an hour maybe an hour and 15 i did 4000 points on my main account and then did about 2300 points on my town hall 11. so for me the playing games were really easy this month. Uh, I, I, you know, knocked them out relatively quickly. I haven't finished on the Town Hall 11, but I, you know, I'm not really logging in and, and doing much on that account. But it'll get done probably tomorrow morning, uh, maybe tonight. So yeah, playing games seem to be easy. Now I see a lot of other folks out there who are complaining that it made it even more grindy because all you're seeing are those, you know, 200 point offers. Now, you might be able to get those 200-point offers done in one or maybe two attacks, but I can understand where if it looks like you need to do, oh, let's see, 200 points, and we got 4,000 we got to get to. If it, if it makes it look like you've got to do 20 uh, challenges to get there, yeah, I can understand how that might be grindy. For me, on the main account, I think I knocked it out in it was probably eight challenges is what it took me to get there maybe even less. Uh, if you can find those 1500 point ones, then great. 
Uh, and again, something you can do to help your clan mates out is don't get to that 4,000 on all of your accounts yet. So I said I haven't finished on my Town Hall 11. Well, I'll log in and if there's a, I'll look at the clan games challenges and if there's one that's just, you know, total crap, uh, I will claim it on the Town Hall 11 and then just trash it so that it removes it from the board and maybe it'll help some of those 1500 point ones pop up for my clan mates so that they can knock some things out. So don't forget to be doing that uh, if you aren't racing to be the first one done and you have or if you have multiple accounts just go in there claim some of those and, and trash them so that it can help your your clan mates out a little bit uh, to get those things done so what are your thoughts on the clan games update uh, i know I've, I've already seen a lot of folks talk about it um, but given how quickly i was able to get mine done I'd, I'd love to see if there was anybody else out there who was able to knock it out as quickly as i did uh, or if there's folks who have just been having to absolutely grind and grind and grind to work on it. Uh, I do like the changes that they made to, you know, if you have to reclaim an offer, if you accidentally let it expire, uh, it's not quite as expensive now uh, to, to reclaim that offer. I, because I don't, I don't buy gems and I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of hoarding those things for, for various things. I don't usually reclaim them because that, that wastes gems to me. But the fact that they've rebalanced that, I think, might help some other players out quite a bit. Uh, so, I don't know. Let me know what, what you guys have thought about it. Uh, again, I, I think they're they're easier, but I lucked out and found some of those massive, massive offers uh, and, and was able to complete things rather quickly. So, other events we've got going on, we have the Royal Smash. I love the Royal Ghost, y'all. Uh, it is, yes, it's OP. It's broken. But sometimes uh, for this month of October, and it's only going to be around for a couple weeks, right? It's fun to have something new in the game. Um, I, I seriously hope that this troop doesn't impact any of like the esports stuff that's out there. Uh, that, 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 would, that would be terrible if some teams who have really been practicing on you know, the stuff that's really always in game, if they were to get dethroned, because uh, somebody was just going in and spamming Royal Ghosts. Uh, what are you doing? What are you seeing being used? And, and what are some things that you're doing? Uh, me, Royal Ghosts and Bats, y'all. Now, on the main account, like I said, it's way down in, in Bronze and Silver League. So that's not really a good, uh, not really good judge of how things are working. Because bases down there, if it is a real base, it probably doesn't have CC. Uh, most of the bases aren't really set up to defend very well, so you know it's not a very good judge. And I, I have not been warring very much. Uh, I think I've done one, maybe two wars in the past couple weeks because I've, I've just been too distracted with other things that are going on in life uh, to, to give war the focus that it, that it really needs. I, I did two wars over the last couple days, and I, and I ended up benching myself again. I ended up, I missed one of my war attacks. I hate having to miss war attacks. Uh, we ended up, I had to, to help my wife with some some business things throughout the day and budgeted some time towards the end of the day to be able to get attacks in. I'm number one on the KOZ map right now, so I'm kind of just hanging out waiting because, well, it's not even KOZ, it's Gideon's Keep. It's mixed war, so we're having the guys at the top, we're having to wait for the guys at the bottom to get their hits in. And I think we're starting to see a little bit of burnout on these 50v50s. Uh, we've even had to drop down and do some 40 v 40s because we've just had some folks who have been missing missing attacks and uh, the guys at the top we like to make sure that the guys at the bottom have their hits in so that we know if we need to clean anything below we've had some instances where you know we've had 14s have to go down and clear 12s because I don't know just just folks not not really paying attention very well uh, so again I think we're having a little bit of burnout there we might have to take some breaks from the Gideon's Keep Mixed Wars just to, to light a fire and, and get some folks excited about war again. So, like I said, I, I had budgeted some time towards the end of the day. I was number one on the map. I don't, I, I still don't understand how that's possible. I, I maxed my base out uh, last week. I posted when that happened, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that none of the other knights have completely maxed their bases out, especially since I'm not the guy who's buying packs. It's just the gold pass and uh, maybe budgeting my builders in a smart manner uh, that I'm able to get everything done. All the lab, the heroes, uh, all of the buildings, and every single wall piece. So I'm sitting up there, number one, was waiting to see where I needed to attack. 
uh, ended up having to help the wife with some catering stuff and uh, a few other things going on. And then I was like, all right, I did my one attack. I looked for what I needed to do. Had the army, the army training up, requesting my CC troops. And then it was, I needed to go run over to our, uh, our local bakery and pick up some pizza for dinner. So I'm driving out there. It's like, I'm going to get there. And once I get in the parking lot, I'll hit my attack, grab my pizza and my loaf of sourdough bread and head home. And as I'm heading down the road, right in front of me, some somebody pulled out in front of the car that was two cars in front of me. They ended up getting into an accident that blocked the whole road, had to hang out and wait for the cops to show up and, and you know, provide my witness statement because the dude that caused the accident that pulled out was trying to claim that he was there and the other car rear-ended him, all that fun stuff. So by the time I got done doing that, the stupid war ended. I logged in and had missed the war. I got what to look back at the uh, minion bot that we have in the server. I missed getting my attack in by two minutes. Uh, and that, you know, it took way longer than two minutes to get the statements and all that stuff done. So, and not my fault, but yeah, it was my fault. I should have, I should have got the attacks in earlier. And then yesterday uh, we had another one that I ended up having to attack at the last second, had another stupid fail because of whatever, had some car problems and that delayed me. So I've benched myself again from war, uh, moved myself back over to Knights of Zion because we weren't doing wars there, and we'll let the guys continue in Gideon's Keep until I can get back to focusing on what's going on. But I do know that we have seen some of those royal ghosts getting used in wars. Uh, we've got some guys that have been using it, we've seen it used against us, and they're just okay. On my Town Hall 11, I have been using them, right? Royal ghosts and bats, I have been with my Town Hall 11, I have tripled Town Hall 12s and not even used a CC. That's how powerful the Royal Ghosts are. If if you if I'm going 11 v 12 and they have single target Infernos, uh, Ghosts and Bats, I can triple 11 v 12 without a CC. Now, I'll use the CC spell because I'll end up using the Rage to get through uh, the Town Hall um, and then take a couple couple free spells, like three free spells, to make sure that uh, I can I can stop that Town Hall, the Giga Tesla from killing everything. But yeah, that is that is a fun attack. You know, you, you set a little bit of a funnel, take out a couple splash defenses at the beginning, charge the heroes in, uh, and then just start distracting those, uh, distracting the splash defenses as the bats are, are, are coming through. It is awesome uh so yeah 11 v 11 that thing is completely and utterly broken 11 v 12 it's even uh pretty dang broken and uh at the higher levels like i said i haven't used it much because i'm not really attacking much with my town hall 14 but i'm still seeing people just get in there and demolish things so uh, yeah have fun with the world ghosts while they're around if you've got some crazy attack um I'd love to see the replays of it. You know, if, if you've got some 14 v 14 Royal ghost attack, or maybe you tripled the base in under a minute and didn't use a CC or, or I don't know if you've got some crazy attack, I'd love to see it either invite me over and, and I'll watch the replay, um, do a screen record of it and, and post it up on YouTube. But I'd love to see some of these awesome Royal ghost attacks that we have out there. Uh, and we'll keep those around so that, I don't know when they come back in three or four years, because <laughs> they're not an every year thing. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, we'll have some good old reminiscent memories of, of things from the past. But yeah, show us what you got going on there. Uh, the Pumpkin Graveyard. I'll be honest, I've not completed the Pumpkin Graveyard Challenge yet. I tried a couple times, but I, I just haven't spent enough time to figure out what the best uh, attacking method's going to be. I think, I don't know, I finish it with like a, a high 92 star because that stupid, the, the Inferno with the Teslas up in the right corner that's surrounded by those those royal ghosts that pop up out of the ground that that tends to be what i miss and if i start up there to take that out then i end up getting a, a lot lower percentage um i haven't watched any videos about how to do it so i haven't i haven't cheated yet yet being the the operative word there because i i absolutely will finish this because man i need to get that shovel right because i got to sell it and turn it into gems because I really don't care about moving the obstacles around too much. Uh, yeah, it might be fun to, and I know that there's some people who love that. I've seen some awesome bases recently uh, down in Bronze League is, of all things where they're just 
completely and utterly, you know, manicured and landscaped. And they have, they must have spent a ton of gems on shovels because every single open space on that base had an obstacle in it. There was one guy, I posted a link to his profile in uh, the Discord server. The, the dude, man, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, he's sitting down there in Bronze League. He's, he's, I think he has finished up in over 6,000 trophies for, uh, for Legend League in the past. But he's down in Bronze League, and he has apparently been down there for a long time. Uh, you know, the, the unbreakable achievement that I'm farming right now, it takes 5,000 uh, defensive wins. And this homeboy had like over 15,000 defensive wins. He's been down there for a bit. His XP level is up over 300. So, you know, he's been around and done a lot. He has every single obstacle that the game has ever had and has the max amount of them. And they're all laid out perfectly in line, back to back, next to each other. It was just beautifully manicured. So if you want to, you want to see that, uh, go, go check out the Discord server. And I'll try to, to, to repost that link so, to make it fresh. Because uh, it was just a cool sight to see. Um, and it's fun running into those bases down in Bronze and Silver League. You know, it's finding these these high-level players down there and seeing somebody who not only has finished that unbreakable achievement, but could have finished it three times over. Uh, that is just cool. Um, and, and I hope to, to run into some more of those guys down there. And so what do y'all think about this new scenery that we have for for Clash of Ween? Uh, I'll be honest... This is my favorite scenery that, that they have ever offered. Uh, I love that they've changed the color of it, right? They, they've made it a little bit darker. Uh, the first time that I ran across it in the wild is I'm out there, you know, hitting some bases and I, I hit attack. Uh, <laughs> the thing comes up and I was like, whoa, did I, did I accidentally switch over to the builder base? Because that, that darker scenery kind of reminds me of that. Uh, and, I, and I like it. I like that it stands out. It's different than, than anything else that they have done. And it, and I enjoy it. Uh, the, the ghost ship down there on the, you know, the left, the bottom left side is so cool. Uh, it, it reminded me, you know, made me think of like the Goonies or something, uh, which, you know, I'm a kid who grew up in the eighties. That, that was my childhood. Y'all, uh, love that movie. So to see that kind of, yeah, I know it wasn't a ghost ship in the, in the movie, but still that's kind of what it, what it made me think of uh, so I like it um, it's it's aesthetically pleasing it's uh, something made by the community now supercell did kind of change some things it doesn't look exactly like the way that the artist who, who created it when they when they submitted it to supercell uh, there, there's some changes and different things to it I kind of liked the way that it was submitted better than what supercell did to it but it's still awesome love it favorite scenery they've done still didn't buy it though <laughs> i'm cheap y'all i'm cheap the only thing i do is i will get a gold pass i don't buy anything else uh there was no other benefit other than just having the scenery so i didn't buy it um sorry yeah uh, if there was one that was gonna pry those seven dollars out of my hands it could have been this one but i just I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I was going to actually spend real money on it. So, yeah, my favorite one that they've done so far, but still not enough to make me want to purchase it. But if you did, thanks. And I hope that you used a creator code when you did purchase it. I don't care whose creator code that it was that you used, but I hope that you're putting one in there just to kind of support and give back to the content creators that we all know and love and, and, and watch. Um, there's, as a matter of fact, speaking of, of highlighting and, and saying thanks to content creators, uh, just this past week, I ran into somebody that, that came into the Klaus Gaming Discord uh, and asked for a moderator to, to, to DM them. And we, we sometimes we'll get that on, on occasion, and it's just people who are they're trying to drum up interest in their thing or, I don't know, trying to, trying to get into one of our clans or do partnerships or things. So a lot of times we just kind of blow it off. Um, this one I actually listened to, uh, her name is, is Angel. So Clash with Angels. And she's the founder of the Town Hall 12, Town Hall 13 and Town Hall 14 communities, the official communities that are out there on discord. Um, she runs those community servers and she was looking to get Klaus to sign on to an event that she has. 
And when we see those kind of things, we think, okay, you know, it's it's a smaller creator who's wanting to get a bigger creator onto their thing to, you know, kind of drum up their own interest in their stuff. But she's like, no, really, I just want to let him know what's happening, whether he decides to get involved or not. She is, one of the events that she's doing is a thank you event to content creators and wanting people to post some of their favorite memories throughout the years of things that content creators have, have done um, and, and send those thank yous. And she would love to be able to, you know, consolidate some of that stuff and send it off to some of the content creators to, you know, here's where some of the community at large got together and is saying thank you for all of the work that you've done. And, you know, she's inviting those creators to come in to the server if they want, but saying whether you whether these big guys join the server or not, she's still going to be setting stuff up and, and saying a big thank you to them. Uh, and she's even set aside a day for some of the smaller content creators to get a little bit of a little bit of hype for them. Uh, so thank you um, to, to Angels for for setting that up. She so some of you guys who are listening from Clash Files family, she did. Uh, I, I recommend it that she joined the Clash Files family. So she's over there in that Discord server. Uh, I figured she herself is a Clash mom, and I figured that folks like oh Fox and Cat and Queen JJB and Miss P, uh, the other Clash moms that we have out there in that server, figured y'all would get along. We've got Angels who's setting up all kinds of events for her communities that she's running, and you know Clash Files family does the same thing. Y'all are setting up a bunch of events for your community, and I thought uh, I thought that could be a good match uh, between those communities so hopefully y'all will hit it off and maybe do some uh cross-pollination of your events that are going on and uh you know i love i love expanding the community and, and seeing what we can do so if you're not already in one of those uh one of those town hall specific communities uh, i will i will post some links to those communities in in the discord server and feel free to join um like i said she runs the town hall 12 13 and 14 communities i'm in well, I'm in the 14. Since I don't have a 12 and a 13, I'm not in those ones. But there's there are town hall specific communities and community Discord servers for every single town hall level. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm actually in the town hall two community server, which is small because there's not a whole lot of us that have town hall twos that are doing things in a community setting. But there is an it's a, it's a relatively active uh, community server. So yeah, if go find those community servers for your town hall specific. And there's all kinds of events and things that are, are promoting just things for those town hall levels. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, Big D and I were guests on the Clash Tips podcast. And we one of the topics that we were talking about with Tip and Call Me T was things that Supercell could do to improve the game for some of the lower town halls. Well, the community at large is actually doing quite a bit to highlight and promote some of the lower town hall levels. So search for those communities and, and see what kind of things are going on, what sort of events are happening for your town hall level. Uh, and if you're willing to hop over and do some wars, you know, they do a ton of friendly wars with different events for, and it's, it's not even organized league stuff. Yes, there's organized leagues who are promoting in those servers, but it's just friendly stuff. It's just fun events to go and, and do some things and have some fun. With Clash of Ween going on right now, there's a lot of those events going on, so be sure to check those out. But yeah, uh, Angels has a, a lot of events going on for Clash of Ween, has set aside a whole spirit week for it, and she's looking for folks to come in and thank their favorite content creators. I know that uh, folks like Judo Sloth and Clash Bashing, I think Clash with Eric, uh, there's a lot of names that she has signed on that are going to be participating in it uh, directly. And those guys all have time set up to where they're going to be coming in and chatting on her community server. So go check those out. I'll post links in the Discord, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to, to drum up some interest in those. And that's you know, that's what I like to do is, is spread the word on different events that are going on. I just ran into her, I don't know, randomly, and uh, I, I've liked what, what she's had to say so far. So I'll uh, continue to promote some of her stuff while I have the opportunity to do that. And now, if y'all will hold on just a moment while I say good morning to our friendly security guards here at work. Good morning. Thank you. All right, y'all. Uh, so let's see. What else we got going on? We just talked about the scenery. Things that we have coming up. 
uh, different events coming up. We have a Witch Slap event, event that is coming up this week. I think it starts tomorrow, and I can't wait for that. Uh, I, I love witches. Uh, they were one of my favorite troops at Town Hall 13. You know that I love them at Town Hall 11. You know, they just absolutely overrun things. Town Hall 14, I haven't used them quite as much because, you know, the upgraded defenses, the upgraded splash, uh, the, the Town Hall itself, the, the witches weren't quite as powerful. But if there's an event for them, you know I'm going to be using them. And since I'm down in Bronze and Silver League, Maybe I'll try to make some, you know, have some fun with this. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do a lot of 14v14 triples with witches. I haven't played with them quite as often, and I don't have quite as much practice. But a 14 versus 11 with a bunch of witches? What do y'all think? How quickly can I triple 14v11 with just a bunch of witches and, let's say, rage spells? Or, man, do I... Do I make it even more interesting and, and more spammy and just go with, like, skelly spells or bat spells? Uh, let me know what you think. I'm going to see if I can't, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll do a 14v11 or 12 and see if I can't beat the entire base in, like, 30 seconds or something. Uh, max heroes, max pets, a, a bunch of witches and, like, a billion skeletons. Uh, that, that could be interesting. If I can get one that's quick enough, I'll post the the video in Discord and, and share it with everybody. But yeah, let me know what you let me know what you think. What should I do? Uh, what should the challenge be? Since I'm not really running into a whole lot of uh, good max Town Hall 14s, but you know I, I've got the opportunity to to just play and have some fun while I'm down here farming up these defenses. So uh, yeah, let me know let me know what you think there. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I am still down in Bronze and Silver League. I'm trying to complete this unbreakable achievement. At, on October 1st, when the season reset then, I was at exactly 800 defensive wins. The season reset, oh, Sunday night, early Monday morning for me. And when that reset happened, I was at 1,457 defensive wins. So in that shortened season, because of the issues that they had at the end of September uh, with the Legend League reset, I got 657 defensive wins. That's That sounds like a lot. And I looked on the Clash of Stats, um, Clash of Stats website and, and pulled up uh, my account. And then there's a tab for rankings. And I was actually, at one point, I was ranked in the U.S. within the top 300, or maybe it was international, top 300 international because of the, the location of my clan. Um and I only had like half of my defensive wins that had counted. What I found out was at one point I had pushed down so far. I had just been dropping trophies, dropping trophies, dropping trophies. And I got down below Bronze League. And it resets your uh, attack and defensive win stats on your profile. So I get to looking at these rankings. And I'm, I'm ranked, you know, top whatever uh, international and I was, it was only shown that I like half of my defensive wins. So this month I'm not going to drop down below, uh, below bronze league. So it doesn't reset my stuff. And I'll try to pay attention to where I actually finish in those, uh, rankings on clash of stats. Uh, but 657 seems like a high number, right? Especially since I was at 800 in like six years before this month started. So I almost doubled that, right? But I did some math, and I realized 657 wasn't going to do it for me. So the first day of the league day, or the league month, I tried to be a little bit more active in removing my shield and my guard. And I was able to get 57 defensive wins yesterday, on Monday. Wow, that looks good, all right? 57 defensive wins in a day. Now, let's, let's do the math. Uh, I was at 1457. I need to get to 5,000. If I win 57 defenses each day, it's going to take me 60 days to complete this stupid achievement. Y'all, I want to be done before that, right? I want to be done by December. I want to be back up into Legend League before the next content update hits, which should be in December. That's typically when they put it out. They'll put out the Christmas uh, the Christmas seasonal stuff and an update around the same time. Uh, I'm not sure what that next update is going to have, but I am expecting there to be a winter update with something. 
And I want to be back to Legend League so I can get that that loot bonus. I can have all of the you know my storage and my treasury and everything all maxed out and have that coming in rather quickly. So I'd like to be up there for that. If I'm stuck and haven't done it, I could potentially see you know maybe farming back in Crystal because you can get loot pretty quick in Crystal. But I want to get back into practice of real attacks, and that's you know I think Legend League's the best place to get into there because once the update hits. Whatever happens, there's going to be some new meta, and the, I think the best place to learn new meta is in high leagues. So that's what I'm going to try to do, is get back up there. So I need to get a lot more defensive wins per day if I want to be back to Legend League before the next update hits. So that means i got to be active. i got to stay on there and remove my guard, remove my shield every time I'm getting hit so that I can get way more than 57 defenses a day if i can get 100 a day that would be great because uh, that will almost cut that time in half but that is probably a little bit outside of what i'm able to do um so let's see let's see what happens tribe of judah said he's going to race me i don't know i haven't looked at his stats recently so i don't know if he's still keeping up with me or not but he was going to try to race me to finish this unbreakable achievement so um you know best wishes to you tribe i hope you're able to do that but while we are talking about Unbreakable, I do want to give a huge shout-out and congratulations to C-Note. C-Note has been farming those defensive wins for a while now, and he just the other day uh, posted his screenshot and said that he is now Unbreakable. He has finished the 5,000 uh, defensive wins, completed that achievement that has to be the most difficult to do in the game, despite the fact all it really takes is you know dropping down trophies you think but man you've got to stay active on it you've got to continue to drop trophies and if you're warring while you're doing it i'm doing terrible at war right now y'all because i'm out of practice on my hits so it comes time to do wars and i don't know what to do i'm you know i don't have the practice for the timing so it it has been a detriment to me in one one aspect um but on the other side because i've got so many other things going on that i i need to not be playing clash nearly as much as what i had in the past uh this is one easy way to stay involved with the clan and with the community and things going on but i don't have to spend nearly as much time uh, planning things out so yeah I, I maybe i'll stay down here for a little bit at least until i'm done with this job search stuff and get moved on to whatever it is that i'm going to be doing because that has been taken up a ton of my time so again congratulations to c-note on completing that unbreakable achievement uh, i can't wait to get there and join you and hopefully i will beat tribe of judah uh, but thanks for for tagging me and tribe when you when you did that uh you know that kind of reignited our our uh, our fire to be able to, to race it to finish that so hopefully i will beat tribe to that achievement uh, now, um, some questions for Catfish. I want to apologize to Nob. He had, had so many questions that I was trying to go over last week that I missed one that Nob had asked. Nob says, the question the world is asking right now, is hybrid back? Have you seen much of it lately? I'm seeing lots of opponents using it, and I've begun to use it myself to some success. Uh, well, to be honest, I, <laughs> no, I have not been using it, but... You know, bronze and silver league, I'm using all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm using just sneaky gobs or whatever the event troop is. That's what I'm using. Uh, I've been too lazy to learn uh, how to use it well. And I've never been a guy who did use hybrid well. It was never one that was that, that worked out well for me. So I've not tried it in war. But yeah, we are seeing it. I'm seeing it a lot more than I was in the past. Uh, but I'm not seeing it be overpowered. I'm seeing people who are forcing hybrid on bases that they probably shouldn't. Uh, I'm seeing people who th who probably think that it should be meta because that because the miners and hogs both got um, buffs to the to to their uh, to their levels, but at the same time the defenses that protect against hybrid got some buffs to their levels too. So I, I don't know it it. It's, it's not overpowering. I'm seeing it, and if people know how to use it right, then yes, they can, they're, they're doing well. But um, I think that those bases that they were able to hybrid and get triples on, they probably could have tripled with a, an army or an army that was a lot easier to deploy. Um, hybrid takes a lot of timing and skill, 
and I applaud people who do have that timing and skill. But when it takes that kind of skill and effort to use that army to triple a base that you could have easily tripled, does that mean hybrids back? I don't think so. I think it's viable, but if if you have to employ a lot of skill to be able to beat the base when it could easily be beaten, I don't I don't think that means that that army that you used is really back. Um, now things like Lalo, there's it takes a lot of skill and timing, but there's bases that nothing else is going to triple, right? At least very easily. But guys who know how to do a queen charge that takes out 60% of a base and then Lalo on the back end, um, yeah, somebody might have been able to hybrid that same kind of base, but they've got to have that skill. And if it takes, if it requires that level of skill to be able to do it, um, at least at our casual level, and I could easily spam an army in, I don't think that means that, the, that, that, that that army is back. The guys at the highest level, I'm not seeing hybrid being used constantly. Uh, we are seeing it being used a lot more in those levels, and I, I'm not sure that the hit rate is showing that it is overpowered. So is it back? Yeah, but I don't think that it's really you know, overpowering. I don't think that it's going to be the latest and greatest new meta because i think some guys who are using it at the more casual level are forcing it and i'm not sure that the pros at the highest level are, are seeing um the the overpowering success that they were with some of the air meta in the past so eh, i don't know if you're using it and you're seeing success great learn it figure it out and maybe one day catfish will finally figure out how to do hybrid because i have never successfully done it so that's where I am with that. And then the hammer asked a question. This was something that I I think I mentioned in passing months ago, and the hammer remembered, man. He says, is there going to be an Army-Navy friendly war? Uh, thank you for the reminder, Hammer. Uh, I had said that when it came time for football season, maybe I would try and do a, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an Army veteran. Uh, I love college football. Uh, the, the U.S. Military Academy at West Point is probably my second favorite college football team uh, behind the Ohio State University. And the big game of the year, the, the ultimate rivalry in college football, well, is the Ohio State University versus that team up north. But the second one <laughs> is the Army-Navy game, right? It's the supposed to be the last regular season game of the year. There's a lot of history behind it. It's usually two teams that, you know... In the past, these were two powerhouses. The, the military academies were competing for national championships. In recent years, that's not been the case. So it's more just guys who... The NFL is not going to be their career. These are guys who just love to play the game to play the game. Um, they're guys that didn't need college scholarships. They didn't need football scholarships to pay for college because these guys are going, they're going to a service academy. Their college is being paid for by the fact that they're going into military service. So you're seeing young guys who, one, aren't needing scholarships to do what they're doing. They're not doing it to try to get a paycheck in the future. They're just playing the game because they love to play the game. And I love to see that. So you get this gritty, hard-nosed game. You know, the, the, the ground game in the service academies is just insane you know army running triple option stuff uh navy tends to they'll, they'll they'll air it out a little bit more than army sometimes but i just love seeing that old school smash mouth style football and the fact that you know i'm an army vet uh my my family for generations back has been army except my father he was a flyboy part of the, the air force uh, but <laughs> grandfathers were army um yeah one of them was army air corps because it was before the air force uh, was established as their own department but whatever but i had mentioned maybe uh, i would host an event when it came time for college football season for army navy game um thanks for that reminder hammer uh let me look into what it would take for me to set that up uh you know like i said i'm, I'm busy with all kinds of stuff going on in real life right now but since i did mention that and we'll see what kind of interest we have i'll uh, i'll look into how i can set up some registration for that event and get some details posted in the discord server and yeah this this will not be like a lot of the events that we've had in the past where there is a, a draft uh, i would love to start it off with you know actual veterans 
choosing their side. So if you're, you know, Department Army or Department of Navy, which, you know, includes, um, you know, the Department of Navy includes the Navy and the Marine Corps. Um, you know, the, the United States Marine Corps is still part of the Department of the Navy. And uh, most people say that it is the men's department of the Navy. And, and to my, my, my squid friends out there, you might get that joke. And if not, you know, too bad. Suck it up. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to host something like that. Um, let me see what kind of logistics that would take to be able to make happen. Um, but I'd love to get the veterans to choose their side. Let us know where you're at. And then we'll have any fillers come in um, and how we can figure out how to even things out. That could be difficult because... You know, I don't want to do it as a draft style thing because I want the vets to be able to play on their team. Um, Air Force vets, I don't know. Sorry, y'all. I guess since you used to be Department of the Army, you can choose our side if you want. But um, you guys can maybe do it in an Air Force versus Coastie. I, I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes time for the the Army Navy football game, I'll try to to get some get something set up to where we can do that and uh, have some sort of fun event for the veterans and the, the, the folks that, that support them. But it's going to be, I don't know, it, it'll be difficult for me to get that running uh, right now. But in the next couple weeks, if I'm able to, I will post something in there. All right, y'all. A uh, little bit of coffee talk. I've uh, shouted these guys out a lot. They have quickly become my favorite roaster and they've got another great coupon going on right now, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share the coupon with everybody. But uh, Red Rooster Coffee has been one that I have have uh, shared quite a bit here. No, they are not a sponsor of the channel. Yes, I interact with them on uh, on social media, but that's mostly on my personal side, not on my my gaming identity. Catfish doesn't interact with them too much. I do on Twitter occasionally. Um, I don't even know that they have connected the dots that the guy who's always DMing them on Instagram is also the guy shouting them out on uh, Twitter from a completely different uh, username, but whatever. Um, Red Rooster is doing a buy one, get one free event online right now. They have a coupon. It is OctoBogo, O-C-T-O, so October, BOGO, B-O-G-O, all one word, OctoBogo. You buy one bag, you get a second bag free, which is insane guys uh, they've got some coffees that were just recently rated uh, coffee review is a, an organization that reviews coffees and gives them scores uh, they just had uh, a, a coffee they roasted from Kenya that received a 96 out of a hundred which is insane um, anything in the 90s is you know a it's a, an awesome score uh, 96 fantastic score uh this coffee regular i think they're selling it for oh i think it was like 28 dollars. so it's not cheap for a, a 12 ounce bag but if you can buy one get one free i mean that's half price you don't have to spend that kind of money though the the ethiopian work Sakaro that i mentioned uh i don't know a couple a couple months ago, uh, that is also one that's included in this this buy one get one free thing. So you can order two bags of that if you want. Um, the other one that I'm loving right now that I actually think is better. So the 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 Kenya I said got rated at a 96. The Ethiopia Worka Sakaro was rated at 94. They have one from Costa Rica um, that is the Las Lajas Black Honey Process. Uh, Tribe of Judah and Proverbs 31 have tried it and. and Proverbs has said it is her favorite coffee ever. Tribe has said it, that it was just fantastic. Um, <laughs> Echo Gaming actually ordered some uh, after I recommended them and has said the same thing, that that, that black honey process from, from Costa Rica was an awesome coffee. Uh, and it is one that is included in this. Everything that they have is included in this uh, Octobogo special that they have. And if you order things, if your order is over $50, you get free shipping. So order three, four bags, buy one, get one free, get a discount, you get free shipping. It's awesome. Um, so go, go check those guys out. I will post a link to their website in the Discord server and also include the discount code. Now, if you do order from them and you want to use the discount code, do not use Express Checkout. Express Checkout takes you to this Express page and it's not their fault it is they use shopify for their their online transactions shopify um is it's weird when you do their their express checkout thing because then they they skip the page that you can use to enter any discount codes so don't use the express checkout when that page pops up see you know continue to whatever continue to to 
payment method or whatever the thing is skip express checkout when you get to the place where you can actually enter your your payment method there will be a little box there for entering your coupon code octobogo buy one get one free and uh yeah go for, go on from there it's it's delicious i love it and uh it's like i said one of my favorite roasters right now i've i've been going on and on about them for a couple months and it's they're getting a lot of rewards. Folks in my online coffee community are freaking out about them. So go check them out. And they just happen to be from my my state of Virginia. Uh, so that that's cool too. Now they're nowhere near me. They're away on the western side of Virginia and I'm over on the, the east coast. So I don't get to just drive over to their shop like I do with my local roasters. But yeah, Red Rooster Coffee. Uh, buy one, get one free with their OctoBogo discount code. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're able to check it out. And if you do, post some pictures in the Discord in the Coffee Talk section and let me know what you think. Now, as we get ready to close out this week's episode, uh, last week we ended with a little bit of an assignment, some homework for you guys. I, I noticed that, yet again, in the new loading screen, there was a banana. Uh, there's been a banana in many of the sceneries. There's been bananas pictured in a lot of the pictures that Supercell or specifically Clash of Clans has shared on their social medias and there's not really been any backstory. Uh, many people have asked what's with the bananas uh, and Supercell's well I mean they did respond and their spawned was their response was just extremely poetic and elegant. The response to the question about what all the bananas were for was this we like bananas. No really that that was it just those three words we like bananas and I thought that's that's not enough y'all um, there has got to be more to the story and while they have never themselves put out their official backstory it's like you know what we as a community we can do this let's let's create some fan fiction and put together what we believe the backstory is about the bananas so I created a new channel in the discord server uh, called that's bananas and asked for ideas Many of you put in some ideas. Uh, most were just some short little one or two sentence things uh, that, that got you know the ball rolling and got some folks thinking. And it was just some fun uh, things to laugh at and chuckle about. And then Tip Dog 20 showed up. Uh, Tip Dog, huge shout out to you, my dude. This is exactly what I was looking for. Uh, the creativity that went into this was fun, and uh, this is by far the best one. So far, I'm going to leave it open, and we're going to see if anybody can improve upon this one. Uh, but let me know what you guys think. If you've got some other ideas about, you know, what is with all the bananas showing up in Clash of Clans, uh, both in-game and in their social media presence. And uh, maybe we can expand upon some of these short ideas that were started, or even maybe, you know, improve upon tips. But, I mean, tips is pretty good. So without any further ado, I'm going to read this. Uh, story that Tip Dog 20 provided for us. Once upon a time, there was a man who worked as a coder for a tech company in the mighty country of Finland. He was making good money for what he did, and as a way to enjoy the fruits of his labor, he decided to make a special trip to Cancun, Mexico to celebrate. While there, he was suddenly and violently kidnapped by a group of natives known as the Larrys and thrown into a large cage. These Larrys wore the bones of their enemies all over their bodies and spoke only in grunts and hisses. They took him miles and miles away, deep within the jungles of Latin America, and left him there to fend for himself. Surrounded by the sounds of evil minions of darkness and snakes that looked like dragons flying from tree to tree, he was forced to make his way through that jungle if he ever expected to live again. Fighting storms of great lightning and lava pits of rage, he found a lone banana tree sitting beneath a circle of light. It was on those bananas that he received clarity of mind and healing of the body. For six months he struggled and stumbled across dangerous terrain, while being plagued with dangerous calamities on all sides, until finally one night a red-haired lady with a large axe appeared to him in a vision, showing him the way to safety. The next day he stumbled upon a small village, and in this village the people rode large hogs to get from place to place. At first the villagers were afraid, as this man emerged from the jungle dirty, stinky, and speaking a language that they did not know. But after some time, he was rescued, and eventually brought back to his homeland of Finland. Once he arrived back home, 
he realized his fortunate circumstance and vowed to dedicate his life and use his coding skills in pursuit of making other people happy. Harking back to his time spent in that large cage while traveling through the wild and dangerous territory, he started the company called Supercell. And one by one, their wonderful games were born. As a memento to his arduous journey through the jungles of Latin America, and for the fact that bananas were all he had for subsistence for six months, he leaves a token banana in every village and picture of his game that he can. Long live the founder of Supercell, and long live the banana. That's right, folks. That was brought to you by our buddy Tip Dog. Uh, thanks again for contributing to this fun little piece of, uh, of entertainment. And I look forward to hearing if anybody else has any other ideas for where the banana fits into the Supercell lore. And as we move on from that, uh, maybe we'll you know take some ideas for some other fan fiction that we can put together. I love these these creative works and uh, and hope that we can put together some more stories. Maybe we'll read them on air and uh, maybe someday we'll we'll you know maybe maybe we'll bring some other guys on to read their own stories uh, if we get a chance to do that. But yeah, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on tips uh, recommendation. I my plan was we were going to vote on the best ones and then maybe I'd share them with uh, with Supercell. Not that they pay attention to anything that I send them, but you know we got to try. Um, tip jump jump the gun on that and already sent it over to Darian. I don't think Darian's replied directly yet, has he? But it's still out there and uh, hopefully we'll get some traction on this, guys. So let me know what you guys think. Uh, head on over to the Discord server and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Uh, so th I think that's going to be about it for this week, guys. Uh, remember, we're gonna I'm gonna post some things in the server, some links to some event clans or some events that are going on in different uh, community Discord servers. The Town Hall 12, 13, and 14 Discord server community manager has asked for that. Uh, her name's Angel. Uh, look forward to me coming up with some details for a potential Army Navy game, uh, Friendly War and how we can we can make that happen and again i'd love to hear some of these these fan fiction and supercell lore uh, ideas conspiracy theories whatever it is that you might have uh, go ahead and post those up there for all of us to enjoy so i want to thank you guys for riding along with me today as i traveled to work it's uh, always a pleasure to visit with you guys and i look forward to whatever might come next week if i'm able to record or if not it'll you know i'll continue to, to try to provide as much as many episodes as I can while I'm still struggling to come up with with new new job, uh, new schedule, new everything going on. It's been a couple weeks, and hopefully in the next week or two we'll get some more traction on that. Uh, but again, thanks guys for joining along with me. It's been it's been fun. So make sure that you're staying safe and you're having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now. <laughs>